remain standing as we read from the Word of God this morning. We're going to be reading from um, the Gospel according to St. Luke chapter 5. I believe it's going to be displayed. Uh, we'll read a few verses there. And I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. Luke 5. The, the, the Bible says, So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret, and he saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them, and they were washing their nets. Somebody say, washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitude from the boat. Verse 4, when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said, Master, we have toiled all night and we caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And the Bible says, and when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. I will jump to 10b. The Bible says, Jesus said to Simon, 10b, do not be afraid. From now on, I am promoting you. You will catch men. I, I, I don't know whether you understand what I'm talking about. There is a promotion in the house today. Verse 11, the last verse. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. Let's just keep on standing. Let's say a word of prayer. King of glory, we just want to bless you this morning. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity even to connect with you. Lord, as we uh, join you this morning, I pray against the spirit of familiarity. The spirit that says, I've had this a million times, there is nothing for me. Lord, I pray that your people will be open. Lord, I pray that you will give me the ability to connect even your word with what your people need. And God's people say aloud, amen. amen. You may be seated. So this morning, I'm going to be speaking from the subject matter, the morning after. Say that with me. Uh, say it confidently. Say it powerfully. Now, there is something about the morning after. There cannot be the morning after without the night before. Are you following me? So you got to embrace the night before to get to the morning after. The morning after is always preceded by the night before. So the night before is always a time of challenges, a time of tribulations, a time of trial. Somebody was telling me a couple of weeks ago, uh, she, she registered in the nursing program, uh, almost 50, and she said she got there and discovered that some people in the class were actually born around the time she graduated college from abroad. Someone said, yes, Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. That is the night before. Maybe you've been reading about inflation in the newspapers, but suddenly you discover that it's not just about reading it. Inflation has eaten so much so into your family budget, you almost have no budget. And sometimes you have to sit up at night shedding tears, without knowing where the next meal will come from. Somebody say, the night before. Now, by contradistinction, the morning after is a time of victory. 
is a time when you emerge from the blackness of the night before to the brightness of a new dawn. Is there somebody here? Now, isn't it funny? When people see you the morning after, uh, they begin to look at you in a funny way. Uh, they begin to judge you, my God, without rejoicing with you. Uh, they begin to evaluate you without valuing God in your life. Uh, they begin uh, even to do all kinds of things, appraising you without praising you. They won't consider what you went through the night before. Now, if you are judging me when you see me the morning after, it is akin, people of God, to analyzing me based on my photograph. Let me explain that. Now, you see my still photograph. That is a unidimensional image. But I am a man of many dimensions. I'm a teacher. I'm a preacher. I am a husband. I am a father. I am a fire spitting, a devil chasing. My God, I am a demon casting man born of the Spirit. And the Bible says, whoever is born of the Spirit is like a wind. You cannot catch a wind. You cannot hold a wind. My God, I don't care whether you judge me. God will still bless me. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Hallelujah, somebody. People of God, many people covet the gains of the morning after without wanting to experience the pains of the night before. They want the success without the suffering. They want all kinds of triumphs without the trials. People want to be an Elisha without serving an Elijah. People want the authority of Samuel without serving the prophet who had lost even touch with God, prophet Eli. Glory to God, somebody. So the, the Bible says in our text this morning, Jesus, he met Simon and his friends as they stepped off the darkness of the night before to the light of Christ the morning after. Hallelujah, somebody. So, so the, the Bible says the multitude, they pressed towards Jesus to hear the word of God. There are some people here, you pressed even to be here today. Normally, you shouldn't have been here. Things were not well at home, but you decided, I got to come here. You could have been in bed. You could have been playing golf. You could have taken your brand new Mercedes to the car wash, but you decided, I got to be here. I don't know whether there's somebody who pressed to be here this morning to hear the word of God. Because you know that one word will reassure you of the benefits from the shepherd. One word, my God, will cause you to lie down in green pastures. One word will lead you beside still waters that will refresh your soul. And you know, when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, with the word inside of you, you will fear no evil. And the word will do wonders for you. As God's rod and staff, they comfort you. The word will reveal the table God has set before you in the presence of your haters. Is there somebody listening this morning? Is there somebody online listening this morning? Glory to God, somebody. You will conduct yourself as one whose head has been anointed with the oil of gladness. With the knowledge that your cup of goodness is about to run. That your cup is about to run. Being fully persuaded that goodness and mercy, they are following you. People of God, the word and Jesus, they are one and the same. Humanity and divinity fused into one when he was on planet earth. 
The Bible says he was clothed in a robe dipped in blood, and his title was Word of God. And the Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In the beginning, the Word was with God. And the Bible says, through him, all things were created. Nothing that was created that was created was created without Jesus. Hallelujah, somebody. The Bible says his life was light of men. And the Bible says his light shines even in darkness. And the darkness was not able to figure things out. Glory to God, somebody. So the, the Bible says that morning, the word came down to release the word by the lake of Galilee. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Jesus, the word came to release even the word. Hallelujah, somebody. Now, th th there is something about the word of God, and I just wanted to pay attention today. There is something about the word of God. Uh, the Bible says about the word, my God, uh, the word is quick. The word is powerful. The word, uh, the Bible says, Jeremiah described the word as a hammer and also the fire. He watches over his word to perform it. The Bible says his word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The word is quick. The word is powerful. And the word will touch somebody here today. I said, I said the word will touch somebody here today. You don't understand that. I said the word will touch somebody here today in the name of Jesus. So the Bible says Jesus stepped down and he decided, he sort of looked around and said, which, which boat should I uh, preach from? Which boat should I turn into a podium? And the Bible says he decided to deliberately choose the boat of Simon. I don't know whether you understand it. If there is somebody here. God is looking for you particularly. You didn't understand what I'm talking about. I said, there is somebody here. God is searching to touch you. God is searching to help you. God is searching to heal you. Just like Jesus spotted the woman who was bent double in the synagogue. I don't know how many people were in the synagogue that day. But Jesus said, I got to touch this woman. And the Bible says, Jesus told her, woman, thou art loosed. Hallelujah, somebody. Now, Simon could have decided not to give his boats to Jesus. Simon had the choice to give or not to give. But because Simon gave, that is an illustration of a heart of a giver. Is there somebody here, even today or online, who is willing, able, even to give to Jesus? Because Jesus, he is a rewarder. If you give something to Jesus... Jesus will multiply it. The Bible talks about the lunch of the little boy. He passed it to Jesus and Jesus multiplied. Is there somebody here who wants to give even to Jesus? The Bible says we should not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Somebody say amen. So, that morning, the morning after, it was very clear that Simon and his friends, they had an unproductive outing. The Bible says they were washing their nets. Have you been in a situation where you did your best and your best wasn't good enough? You studied very hard for that class and you just failed the class. You did everything you knew how to do and things did not work well. Maybe things are not working because you've been taught to do things in a certain way. Maybe because of your belief system or your worldview. Things don't work, then you have to give up. Simon and his friends, they've been taught 
that all we got to do is to fish at night. And if we didn't catch fish at night, then we got to give up. You know, many believers, we have some outrageous worldviews and belief system. Are you with me? Now, several years ago, I think 12 or 13 years ago, myself and my wife, we, we went to visit uh, someone, a church member. And we got to that house and we sat down. And I was looking at the wall in front of me. And I saw something uh, which in South Africa they call Jambok. In Nigeria, they call it Koboko. <laughs> and I was looking at it. I said, sister, uh, they're going to display it for if you don't know uh, what a Koboko is. So I said, sister, what's, what's, is this like a decoration? And she said, pastor, these people will not allow me to rest. And I was wondering, who, who is uh, these people? Can you, presentation, we need the, the spirit of God to fall on you uh, so that you can display this. So I said, which people are not allowing you to rest? She said, anytime I lay my head on the pillow, the demons will be coming, slapping me here, slapping me in there, whooping me in my head. So I got to get ready for them. And I will use the, 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 the jambok to be whacking them, to be whooping them. And I said, is that working? He said, I, I don't know, but I just got to do something. Now, spirits don't feel the pain of a jambok. Spirits don't, they don't get hungry. Spirits don't feel the winter. They don't know whether it's winter or it's summer. But the belief system of that woman, she thought, if I could just whoop them a couple of times, then they will allow me to rest. That is a faulty belief system. It is time to overhaul your worldview and embrace God's modus operandi. Now, I don't know an adventure. There are some people in this place are watching online who are washing their nets. I am too short. I am too old. I am too poor. I don't have a college diploma. I didn't go to Harvard. Some people even give up before they started. You saw your daddy being violent against your mommy. Or you saw your mommy not really respecting your father. And you said if this is what marriage looks like I don't want to marry. Are you with me? You just gave up even before you started. Uncle Jethro, he got a lot of, of college, of, of loans, even to go to college. And then Uncle Jethro didn't find a good job. Uncle Jethro had to go back to where he was earning $6 an hour. He said, because of that, college is not for me. It is easier to fold than to forge ahead. It is easier to accept the devil than to resist the devil. It is easier to cringe than to be courageous. You will be shocked at the number of believers who have given up. It is too late to study for another degree. It is too late to, to learn a new trade. I am an old dog. You cannot treat, even teach me a new uh, a trick. People, some people talk themselves down. I am never even good to be this. I am never good to be that. You face an imposter syndrome. You are never even good for yourself. You have given in to the accuser of the brethren. Instead of believing even the truth of God's word, you believe the lies of the accuser. Many people, they've settled for life on the sidelines instead of creating headlines. 
you are contented of becoming a footnote even of history instead of being a person of note. Instead of being a history maker, all you do is to make excuses for giving up. You are comfortable sitting around, no business, no income. Uh, it doesn't matter. You just, you just justify it sometimes by saying, uh, maybe uh, the Lord doesn't want me to have that breakthrough. Uh, maybe that job, pastor, maybe that job is not mine. I mean, what can I do? I cannot kill myself. That's the way you justify it. You justify that if it's God's will. But I am here to announce to somebody, it is God's will for you to be successful. It is God's will for you to prosper. It is God's will for you to be the head and not the tail. It is God's will for you to be lenders to nation. It is God's will for you to be addiction-free. It is God's will for you even to be in good health. It is God's will for you to have a successful marriage. If you're in doubt, I am here to announce to you, it is God's will for you not to live from paycheck to paycheck. Talk, turn to your neighbor, just assure your neighbor that it is God's will for you to be successful. Hallelujah, somebody. Glory to God. God is in here this, this, this morning. People of God, washing your net means you have given up on many things. Uh, you see yourself in the mirror, you see a, a, an ugly person, People see you, they see a beautiful person. But you have given up on love. Who can love me? You have given up on even your dream of becoming a, a medical doctor. Because you failed a few courses a few semesters ago. You said, maybe this is not something for me. You've given up on your health. You are a 35-year-old man. You are moving like a 95-year-old person. To sleep at night, you need to pop a few pills. Around 2 a.m., you need to pop up a few to, to carry you through the night. In the morning, you have to search for a few pills even to wake you up and move you throughout the day. Your closet is a bit, is a bit like, like a pharmacy. Glory to God, somebody. You have given up on health. Some of you, you've given up on your dream of being a writer. You've given up on your dream of being an entrepreneur. You have given up on your dream of building an orphanage in your hometown. You have given up on inner healing. You were sexually abused when you were 10 years old. My God, you have given up. You are ostracized by your family, damaged by neglect. Your mother keeps on telling you that maybe she should have aborted you and you have given up on life. You have given up on everything. You are alive in your body. But you are dead in your spirit. You have lost all hope. You are all dressed up, good makeup, a good cologne. You are bright on the outside. But on the inside, you are like what Jesus described as whitewashed tombs. Beautiful on the outside, but inside feel even with dead bones. Hallelujah, somebody. You have quit on agape love. You believe nobody loves you in church. When two or, people, two or three people are gathered in the corridors, you believe they are talking about you. You have given up on everything. But today, by the fire of the Holy Spirit, by the angels encircling this place, your story will change. I say your story will change. You will carry a new story even out of here today. In the name of Jesus. You know, divorces don't happen when they serve the divorce papers, it happened a long time ago. Your wife could be fixing a, a, a powerful potato casserole, but she's giving up on the marriage. The man could be buying you the best roses money can buy on Valentine's Day, but he quit 
on the marriage long time ago, just even going through the motions. Simon and his friends, they've written up that day and said, they're washing their nets. And here comes the Messiah. At your lowest ebb, the Messiah will show up for you. When you look right, you look left, you don't know what to do, the Messiah will show up. When you, are, when you cry yourself to sleep at midnight, the Messiah will show up. At that time, when you're about to give up, the Messiah will show up for you. In the name of Jesus. People of God, the Bible says, after teaching, Jesus turned to Simon. I said, Simon, you got it all wrong. Uh, you have been conforming instead of being transformed by the renewal of your mind. Your worldview is messing you up. These were professionals, right? They had given up at least for the day. Remember, these folks, they had skills, they had experience, they could charm fish from the depth of the seas, they could even tell which is from which, whether it's a tilapia, or a croaker, a squid, they could speak even the language of aquatic mammals. They were on top of their game, yet they got nothing. You know, sometimes you can be on top of a game and things will not work out. You got the best, you went to the best schools, you got the right certifications, you got everything together. All you could face will be job rejections. Hallelujah, somebody. Now, people of God, you went to Financial Peace University. They're teaching you all kinds of fancy things, right? You invest in here, you invest in there, you're buying bonds here. And then somebody said, brother, why don't we invest some money in Twitter? And then you went to, to close all your account and then you put a, a, bought a lot of shares of Twitter. And then the next week, Mr. Musk took over. <laughs> and then you started calling pastor. Pastor, I don't know what, what went wrong. Uh, my pastor didn't tell you. Uh, he said, maybe the Financial Peace University people, maybe they should be careful on what they teach. Glory to God. When you hit the rock, it's a time for you to connect with the rock of ages. And there is somebody here. It is as if you are even pushing against something that will not move. By the fire of the Holy Spirit, by the apostolic anointing in this assembly, you will have a new story. This place, there will be a flood of testimonies in this house. In the name of Jesus. Things that have refused to work, they will start working. In the name of Jesus. So Jesus says, Simon, let down your nets and launch into the deep. And then Simon said, Master, I don't really understand what you're talking about. We, we worked all night. We got skills. We did everything we were meant to do. Uh, Master, uh, what can we do again? And Jesus said, Simon, I don't care what you have done in the past 12 years. I don't care what you did even the last night. I am talking to you about your future. You are reminding me of your history. I am telling you about your destiny. You, you are telling me stories. I am asking you to focus on what's ahead of you and forget about what's in the past. You are still going back to that past. I am saying, look at the windscreen of your car and keep on driving. You are busy looking at the rear view mirror. Jesus was saying, I don't know what is going on with you. People of God, the closer you get to your destiny, the more you need to release your history. Don't romanticize your history. Your destiny is ahead of you. I say your destiny is ahead of you. 
it doesn't matter how hard you worked last night. It doesn't matter how many job applications you submitted. It doesn't matter how many business plans you wrote. It doesn't matter. Things work not because of your hard work. They work because God is working. Do you understand what I'm talking about? It doesn't matter the number. And some of you have degrees like thermometers. It doesn't matter. Those things don't matter. When the devil confronts you at midnight, uh, you won't carry your, your degree and say, I, I, got, I got a PhD in agronomy. Devil, you can do nothing to me. The devil will, he will, <laughs> the devil will swallow you and spit you out. But, but I pray that is not your person. In the name of Jesus. So Jesus said, Simon, that was last night. Leave last night behind. You cannot recreate it. This is a new day. This is a new visitation in a brand new way. There was weeping the night before. Joy is about to break the morning after. Yesterday is gone. You cannot fix it. You cannot change it. Today is here. You got to let go of the pains, even of the past, to create room for the blessing of today and look forward to a future and a hope. God has good plans for you. Plans not of evil, but of good, to give you a future, to take you to that point where you will know that I am a good God. Hallelujah, somebody. People of God, if you do not stop rehashing your yesterday, the pains of last night will steal the joy of the morning after. The night is over. I said the night is over. I said the night is over. Let go of the night before. And embrace the morning after. Launch into the deep. Get out of superficial waters. Get off the seashore. Digging and diving. I don't know about you, but I am going to launch into the deep. My God, I do not know about you. I will launch into the deep. Devil, you can no longer deceive me. Five years ago, I gave in even to your lies. But now, I am wiser. Six years ago, you robbed me of my dreams. But now, I am wiser. I know that affliction will not rise a second time. I will stop believing the lies of the devil. I will embrace even the truth of God's even word. People of God, I may be hard-pressed on every side, but I am not crushed. I may be perplexed, but I am not in despair. I may be persecuted, but not abandoned. I may be struck down, but not destroyed. The, the Bible says a righteous man may fall seven times, but each time the righteous man will rise up. My God, I don't know about you, but I am rising. I don't know whether there are 13 people here who want to rise with me. I am rising from joblessness. I am rising from sickness. I am rising from anxiety. I am rising from fear. I am rising from lack of confidence. I am rising from despair. I am rising. Glory to God, somebody. The devil, you've been keeping me down for too long. Now I am rising. So Simon said, Master, I don't really feel like fishing no more. Uh, Master, you said I should launch into the deep. Uh, my worldview, my experience, my skills, my training, everything I know says it will not work. But on second thought, it may not sound right. Despite what I feel, it doesn't look logical. 
But on second thought, I know it's against my professional judgment. It doesn't really add up, my God. But after listening to your word, after listening to the infallible word of God, after listening to the sharp word of God, having been stirred up by the incorruptible word, Jesus, I will obey you. An encounter with Jesus makes you do things that appear foolish even to men. You didn't get that. An encounter with Jesus, it will take you in the direction that you yourself do not understand. These were professional fishermen, and they were listening to this guy who wasn't even an apprentice fisherman. Hallelujah, somebody. Peter said, at your word, I will lunge into the deep. Because I know at your word, my God, there was light. At your word, there was sun, moon, and stars. At your word, the planets were created. At your word, life came to earth. At your word, creation is held together and sustained. At your word, empires rise and fall. At your word, the limb, they walked. The man who was dead for four days, he was able to rise up. At your word. At the word of Jesus here today, my God, there is something that will happen to you that you will not even believe it. Because there are at least 16 people here. God is suppressing you in a very, very different way. Things that have confused you before, you will start seeing clarity. At the word of God, your situation will change in the name of Jesus. Now, no, no, listen. Simon was the owner of the boat, isn't it? Who was the owner of the seas? Simon needed something from the seas to put in his boat. But to get that thing from the sea, he needed to connect with the owner of the sea so that the owner of the sea can tell him, this is what you need and put in your boat. <laughs> Michael. The owner of the sea knows where the catch is. Ordinarily, when the sun rises, the fish, they will go down. But the owner can call up the fish anytime. People of God, you tend to calculate things based on your limitation. You are serving a God that doesn't have any limitation. All you need to do is to connect with that God and things will begin to happen to you. I speak to your life. Great and powerful things will begin to happen. Where people have written you off, they will call you to rejoice with you because you are connected with the owner of the seas, the creator of heaven and earth. He's about to do a new thing in your life. I can feel the power of God in this place. I am almost struggling to talk because the power is too heavy here. Oh my God. Do not miss this moment, people of God. I said, do not miss this moment. You know, when the owner of the sea calls up even the fish, that is what's known as out-of-season blessings. You know, when things are not meant to work, people will just see that things are working. You are not meant to harvest corn at this time. Then you are bringing in all kinds of harvest. Out-of-season blessings. My God. Jesus said, you got to look at it. Look again. Look again. My God. The job offer is on the way. The promotion is on the way. The baby is on the way. The business is about to turn around. The devil is telling you that you've missed your cycle. The devil is saying the angel has been here to start the water. You are late. The devil is even telling you, you're going to wait for 50 years for the year of Jubilee to turn around. But na 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 na. The owner of the sea is about to release something to you. 
receive it. I say, receive it. I say, receive it. I say, receive it. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God, somebody. You know, sometimes we need to listen to God more. Sometimes we quote philosophers. I quote them. Albert Einstein. You can keep on doing the same thing and expect a different result. That is, that's the definition of insanity. Forget Einstein this morning and listen to God. you got to look again. It is on the way. God is telling somebody, my God, I look at the situation of Sarah, the wife of Abraham. Her womb must have expired completely. She was in menopause 26 times over. Her knees had become wobbly. She probably needed a hip replacement. But God decided, I am going to give this woman an out of season blessings. <laughs> People of God, things are not meant to be working at this time of your life. But they will start working. I said they will start working. I said they will start working in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. God is telling somebody. I am a rule breaker. I am a protocol disruptor. I am going to break rules in your favor. I am about to do something that doesn't make sense. You thought it was too late, but I am going to do it. It doesn't have to be in season. You got married five years. People are wondering maybe you are barren. I don't know how, how old Hannah was when she got pregnant with Samuel. My God. And I don't, but I know she's been going to Shiloh for so long. Whatever you need from God, this is your Shiloh. It is your time for your breakthrough. It is a time for your testimony. And for people who are trusting God for the gift of the fruit of the womb, by this time next year, you will come and testify. I said, by this time next year, you will have a testimony in the name of Jesus. God is about to break every limitation that has held you back. The Bible says they toiled all night. But once they connected with Jesus, my God, they got their breakthrough. Notice, I don't know how many times they launched that last night. But they just launched once. And they got their breakthrough. You don't need a lot of crowd around you. All you need is the right person. I remember several years ago, maybe 20 years ago or so, I went for a program in, in Canada. And I was trying to get to uh, a program in Columbia University in New York here. I've been trying for years. And I met this man, a Ugandan. He said uh, he was doing his PhD in Columbia University. And I spoke to him. He said, why don't you apply again? So I applied. And I, he said, just put my name there that I spoke to you. So I applied. And then uh, I think it was 97 when I first came to this country. So they saw my application and they saw the name of this person, a Ugandan. And they said, his name was Kos. Kos, can you write uh, uh, a reference from this guy? Kos said, I can. That was what got me into that program. And from then on, God hasn't looked back on me. He hasn't finished dealing with me. He's still taking me from one level to another level, to another level, to another level, to another level. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Somebody say, yes, Lord. People of God, there is somebody here, you are thinking of committing suicide. You are thinking of packing it in. Do not live here without being prayed for. The Lord will touch you in a new way and you know that God still has a lot of things for you to do on planet earth. It is not the time for you to commit suicide. Somebody say yes, Lord. So the Bible says, when they launched, they got a catch that was so heavy. And listen, Simon couldn't handle it by himself. Simon had to say, 
Zebedee, brothers, where are you? Uh, James, you got to come and join me. What God is releasing to you, it will be so big, you will need alliances, you will need partners, you will need a network, even for you to pull it through. In the name of Jesus. Glory unto God somewhere. People of God, the, the Bible says, the funny thing about all these things, they were struggling for this miracle. And at the end of the day, they left everything behind. They left the boat, they left the fish, they left the net, they left everything. Glory to God. People of God, what they left behind was not as important as what was ahead of them. Your miracle is not about today. My God, but about where God is taking you. The only thing they took with them, their skills. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So when you are working for God, your training, your skills, your experience, God will find a way of using those things. You're an engineer, you're a writer, you're this, you're that. God will use those things for his glory. People of God, Glory to God, someone. Now, all this story, the narrative, if you want to break it down to one word, it's about evangelizing. Because the launching into the deep was for fish, but Jesus wanted to take them to another direction when they will launch into the deep. Not, no longer about fishing, but now about souls. Are you ready to forsake all and follow Jesus today? Because your morning after starts now. As I conclude, I want to speak to somebody's life. God told me I have given you an instruct, instructed tongue to proclaim goodness to my people. Now listen carefully. You may not be the quickest person. People may see you as being very weak. You may not have the wisdom of Solomon or the riches of the queen of Sheba. You may not possess the skills of Esau, but you will be successful. Amen. How do I know? The Bible tells me that the race is not to the swift and the battle is not to the strong. Bread is not to even men of wisdom, nor riches to people of understanding. Favor is not to people who have skills. Simon had a lot of skills, yet he caught. Are you here, Simon? Today is the morning after for somebody. God is a God who can bring rain without clouds. He is a God who can bring healing without medication. He is a God who can bring promotion without your boss's approval. He is a God who can bring abundance without you having even to borrow. He is a rain-making God. He is a baby-making God. He is a God who is able to create organ. Today is the morning after for you. People of God, the night has expired. You are transitioning to a new season, a season of joy, a season of peace, a season of promotion. The night is over. Over. Oh my God, God has got to cover. That is why your car was in a crash and you got off without a scratch. 
That's why you are driving on the parkway. Then suddenly the deers, they came in front of you. But you are able to maneuver around the deers. And with your eyes, you are seeing the reward of the wicked. You are meant to have a nervous breakdown. But God has got you in his hand. You lost your job, but you didn't lose your joy. My God, you lost even your money, but you didn't lose your mind. The bank repossessed your home, but the devil was not able to possess your soul. That is because you have a God. You have a great God. What God has started in your life, he will finish it. My God, my God, the clouds are gathering. The thunders are rumbling. Downpour is on the way. It's not a trickle, not a sprinkle, but a downpour. This is your time to bloom. This is your time to blossom. This is somebody's time even to flourish. It is a new season. This is the beginning of your life. I don't know what I understand what I'm talking about. This is the beginning of your life. I don't care how well your life has been. This is the beginning of a new life for you. In the name of Jesus, you will catch more fish than you can carry. You will make more money than you can spend. Your health will be better than your doctor's diagnosis. My God, your husband will love you than you can ever imagine. Your wife will respect you even as you submit even to Christ. People of God, Sako Karobo, Even if you have toiled all night, even if you have toiled all year, even if you have toiled all your life, God is saying, you've been doing it your way. Do it my way and see what will accomplish in your life. The blessing God is bringing you, it is bigger than you think. God's got the business waiting on you. He's got the fish waiting on you. He's got the good health waiting on you. He's got great and mighty things waiting on you. God says it will break your net. You are talking about enough. But I am El Shaddai. I am a more than enough God. I am the breasted one. You can keep on sucking. It will never dry. That is what God wants to do in your life. Rise on your feet. Rise on your feet. If there's a particular thing you've been trusting God for, and that thing seems unattainable. Today, God will do it. So lift up your voices now and begin to talk to the King of Glory. Lift up your voices now and begin to talk to God. The Lord, I have toiled all night, but I know from now that it doesn't matter. Affliction will not rise even again. I must have toiled all night. People of God, you may have to refile that immigration papers. You may have to even do that certification again. You may have to do it again. God is saying, do it again. You got to look again. I am a God. I don't need something big to do something big. I am the God who is able to take a little lunch, even and multiply it and feed thousands of people. I am the God who is able to use the sling of a shepherd boy to kill the Philistines of the Goliath. I lift up your voices and say, Lord, Lord, my life is changing. This is my morning after. Every sickness in my body, it is over. Every sickness running to and fro. My God, Jesus. Just hold on. Listen to this. Listen to this. There is somebody here. Your mother died of breast cancer. Her mother died of breast cancer. Your aunt died of breast cancer. You are almost waiting for breast cancer to take you. You have given up. 
by the fire of the Holy Spirit you are you you are wonderfully and fearfully made you are not your mother you are not your grandmother you have a covenant of good health with God by the fire of the Holy Spirit go and do that biopsy it will turn out right every negativity in your blood system I cancel it by the fire of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Master, lift up your hands and proclaim to yourself that I, I know this is my season, season of joy, season of promotion. This is my morning after. Weeping has endured the night before. We have transitioned even to the morning after. I lift up your voices and say, ah, people will not gather together this December to say sorry to me. People shall not gather together to mourn with me. People shall gather even to see the goodness and the greatness of God in my life. I lift up your hands and say, Lord, it is a new season for me. 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 For me. We don't have much time but, but there are people here you've suffered from addiction. Addiction to pornography. Addiction to games. And you've been delivered before and you went back to it. And you've given up. Before you leave this place, after the grace, make sure somebody prays with you. Are you with me? People who have sweet, suicidal thoughts. It is not the time to commit suicide. God is about to transition you. God has transitioned you to the morning after. It is, it is going to be a season when you will look at yourself and say, God, who am I that you've placed in this powerful position? In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands. Father in heaven, King of glory. I, I know some things have shifted here today. I know I came in but I am going out as a different person I know I have transitioned even to the morning after I know the, 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 the kind of tears I keep on crying every night I know it's over it is a time for me even to begin to laugh to begin to dance to begin to rejoice King of Glory I release even that grace upon your people this is the morning after whoever is saying whichever power principalities is thinking that you will not make it God has God said as you tell you he has set a table before you in the presence of your haters and you will do well in the name of Jesus Father we just give you glory Father we just give you glory maybe just three people can clap for Jesus now. 